0: and welcome back fourth and long fans it's your footy correspondent coach donnie hess here back with another episode in my aussie fan series and today ladies and gentlemen coming from melbourne australia i have mr mark o'sullivan mark how are you doing today sir good
1: well, thanks donnie and how are you
0: i am not doing too bad it is great to connect with you sir um i'm, I'm very fascinated to, for today's chat but um, i'm when i start my, my when i first do my interviews i like kind of finding out just a little bit of information outside of the game of footy i mean i know everybody's here to talk a little bit of footy but i like finding out a little bit outside of footy so if you real quick just a real quick bio of who mark is
1: so yeah i'm um so i'm originally from sydney so um hence the giants but um i um i basically grew up in the western suburbs of sydney uh, by a place called graysteins and then I moved to the Blue Mountains of New South Wales, which uh, people think of the Three Sisters and other things. But I'm further on the lower end, New Penrith. Um, but yeah, I, I basically um, lived in Wagga for a couple of years. Wagga was an interesting town. But I was uh, basically I am an English teacher uh, in, in high school, uh, and I um, so I, in Sydney. So I was, for a long time I was there, and then. Um, for family reasons, due to my wife, um, she's she's Melbourneian, so um, she wanted to get live closer to her mother. Her mother had various sort of health issues, so uh, we moved to Melbourne at the end of 2019, um, just before the global pandemic. And um, but yeah, that's that's and I, I, and I'm an English teacher again, so uh, in Melbourne. So that's what's pretty much um, who, what I, who I am.
0: Yeah. Awesome. So, so being a being a Sydney person, sometimes it's interesting because I know a lot of people say say Sydney is is rugby nation. So, I mean, what's your favorite thing about Aussie Rules football?
1: Uh, well, the thing about Aussie Rules football, I uh, so when I was a little kid, uh, my parents weren't really into any sport much on television, and so I could choose. And so I was watching rugby league, and I'd be watching uh, VFL. And um, I remember as an eight-year-old kid watching it on um, on television, the, the coverage from Channel 7 was, was was amazing. From the MCG, massive crowds. Like, you watch the Rugby League and it'd be like 10,000 at some park in Ashfield or something, or not Ashfield, they very, sort of half professional coverage, it was bad. And then you get this Channel 7 coverage from Melbourne, just magnificent crowds. And that's the speed of it. And that still looked a bit random. It didn't look like, very organised, you couldn't really predict what was going to happen. And that's what I really liked about it. it was just this random mess of everything, people running around and lots of um, cheering. And it just seemed, it just seemed to be a much more exciting sport to a eight-year-old watching it on on commercial television, Channel 7, at those days. But it was just, and that's why it grabbed me. And it never really, and I, I pretty much kept that same sort of uh, attitude towards it and same sort of it that i have all these years later. But, yeah, that's what sort of drew me to it not that I could actually go and watch it in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it was always television. Um, and, um, uh, so yeah, but that's, that's the, that's why it sort of grabbed
0: me. Awesome. So, so would you say that that game when you were eight years old would be your earliest
1: footballing memory? Yeah, pretty much. It was. So my, my early memories were of, um, uh, Kevin Bartlett, Bruce Duhl, and, and and those sorts of guys. Um, and then, um, I, I was a Carlton supporter very briefly because they were blue and I was eight. So, um, but, um, they were also a pretty good team in those days, but yeah, that was pretty much, yeah, it was my, uh, very much my, um, early memories.
0: Awesome. That, that is great. Now you kind of, you kind of previewed a little bit earlier, but I always like asking just to be sure in case somebody missed it, who's your club and then kind of, why are you, why are you a supporter of that club?
1: Okay, so um, I'm a uh, foundation member of the GWS Giants, um, and the reason I'm a supporter of the club is that um, because I was say I was a very I was a young VFL supporter in, in Sydney in the eighties, and um, I uh, really so I really liked the game. Couldn't really watch it, and I couldn't really go to games even when the Swans moved up, because um, it was really hard for a kid without kind of friends to go with. And without a family that really wanted to take me to actually go to the SCG for games, so I basically for all that all that time um, I preferred the game, but it was always a remote thing. And then um, and then over time I kind of faded. And then I watched a bit of a bits of pieces, and I watched ninety the ninety six was involved with watching that. But then I got married, and I married some. My first wife was someone who didn't like the game very much, so I kind of drifted away. But then. So Oyster Swans, I like. I remember two thousand and five and six vividly, and all that stuff. I was in a pub watching two thousand and five, and that's another story. Um, But essentially, when the when the AFL said we want to build a club in Western Sydney, which was where I came from, where I grew up, all that, I thought, well, I have to be on board because it's. I know they'll need supporters. I know they need people around, and um, uh, it was also I was able to get more games, and just that's why I switched. Because I was a Swans, of course, for a long time. And then, yeah, I switched to the Giants. But essentially, because that was my area, and I figured as though I could probably help in some way. That's, so and that that's, was-
0: that's, that's fantastic. I mean, I, I love that you, you, you wanted the team from your area. So that, that's absolutely fantastic. And off camera, you said that your wife is a Swans supporter. Is there any other differentiation when it comes to footy teams in the family? Or is it kind of, you're the Giants. Have you tried to convert any of your family members into being Giants people?
1: Well, um, I mean, there's no way, no converting my wife. She she moved to when she moved first moved to Australia. She lived in South Melbourne, uh, which is the reason, which is the reason part well, of the reason. Um, but she said she she can't, she can't do Orange. Um, but I think she also she also appreciates that the Swans, the culture, as a team, um, and the supporters, and um, you know, and then they've got, and I'll say this. I mean, a lot of giant supporters don't agree with me. But um, I like the swans, I like the swans culture, I like the club. I like a lot about what's going on there. So uh, I completely get that. Um, in terms of my family, my daughter um, she um, she goes to games with me. she's not she's still a, she's a giant supporter, but she only goes when I'm around. So she doesn't go Why? it doesn't take herself to them but she, she, she does when when we do go. she has said to me she really really likes it, she really likes the game, she really gets involved. Um, when, when, when we are there um, so I definitely converted her and actually she doesn't her, her boyfriend's a rugby league guy and, um, but she won't go to rugby league she says no, 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 she says AFL's better um so um and so that's why it's uh that's what happens there but um so her um son hates all sport um it doesn't like there's, there's a reason there's reasons for that um and um but yeah so uh, but also i'm kind of known as the giants guy uh in, in around around where i now where i live and work because i've got a car with a number plate with giant number plates not many of those in victoria and the school I'm at, I'm the Giants guy because, again, you know, it's everyone in Melbourne is mad about football. So, um, but as we're converting, not many converted, but due to me, but I'm kind of known as the person who is there is in the orange
0: that's hey that's not a bad thing you're, you're proud of it that's that's great um again unfortunately gws is a, a younger club unfor- uh, unfortunately they don't have the history but it doesn't mean it's it not eventually come and the fact that you're a foundation member is spectacular i mean you have something not a lot of people can can boast nowadays so can you remember the first giants item that you were given or you bought
1: oh that's a great question uh I think it was, so I think there was, this volume these very scarves and caps who have been given over the years. Um, and, and, but I actually, the most memorable one, I think was me buying the Guernsey for the first time um, and just putting it on It had this, it did have this kind of aura about it, which I was surprised about. I'm a very very pragmatic person. I'm not a big aura person, but this was, was an aura about putting this Guernsey on and it felt like it just, it just, it was just this whole thing. I think it was probably because it's a really good design, the first ones. Um and um yeah, it was just that kind of feeling of this is us, this is our this is our crew. And I just yeah, that was that was my first memory of 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 uh, like really drew me to the whole experience.
0: Awesome. That that's amazing. And be, being an American, it's not always easy to be a fan of Aussie rules because of the time difference and everything like that. But I consider myself a diehard. Now, some people, that's a negative con, a context because you, you might be seen as going too far in. So I always, I'm always fascinated to find out how people would describe their passion or their, their, as I call it, fandom of their club. So if you could just really quickly, can you describe your fandom or, or your passion for the GWS Giants?
1: Well, it's interesting. In the early days, I, I, I mean, it was a case of because I have the real world passion. So going going to games was actually really interesting because there weren't many of us, and in those, especially those early days, and you kind of become this crew together you sort of bunker down and you and because it's, but you have lots of people opposing you so you become you, you you turn into this sort of bunker attitude and you kind of you can become very defensive and I was very very defensive of the, my fellow giant supporters and so on so at the games it was great we we're all we're fine and then then we go to other places and experience other fans and go oh there's something something not quite, not quite right about you um and when you go to victoria it's a very different thing than new south wales new south wales is a bubble in terms of giant supporters, but off, but online. So I'd go on Twitter and I, I did, I didn't really go deep into the whole, all those Twitter accounts and footy kind of rabbit holes and stuff. And, mm-hmm. and, and forums, I went into that and then, and I became very defensive of my, my mates who weren't online. And I became very, very defensive. And, and kind of battle people about all the perceptions and, and tell them, you know, you're, not, you're, you're wrong about this, you're wrong about that. I did that for a while. And I also, and, and then I realised that was pointless because it's not going to change minds that way. And also I was realised that's not really me either. I was saying things, it's like, no, nah, that's not me. So I drew back I withdrew back from that a bit and became less of an online, um, online tragic, if you like, and, and I realised I just became more chill online because I realised that my mates down of the game and the, the, the crew of people who were supporting the game, the players, they're still into it. They're still fine. And they're not worried about the people outside. That's their problem. If they want to bag us for whatever whatever reason, that's their problem, not ours. So, but I'm still, I'm a diehard in the sense that I'm a member of the cheer squad. And I've been helping organise the cheer squad in Melbourne, actually. There was a lot of stories about that this last year about, about the Melbourne Cheer Squad, so I was member of the Sydney Cheer Squad, and and because not because I'm a massive ra 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 cheers shout person, I like kind of being involved in that play, seeing other people do it, and, and wave a flag and you know that sort of thing, and 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 be an organizer, because that's what I do in my real life, my you know teaching life, I'm a organizer person, so that's kind of where I'm at, so Cheer Squad, but not like super fan i that's that said term super fan, which I don't really, I think it's used as an insult too much, but I'm not really, I don't think I'm probably a super fan. I'm more a case of, I like um, representing the club outside as a kind of fun thing to see the reaction, but also help with the cheer squad. That's probably how I describe it. And, and,
0: and I've, I've said to many, everybody fans differently, everybody handles how they're going to do it. Not everybody's going to go to the, go to the club go to the games of the club and spray the opposite team, be be down and dirty all the time. Some of them just want to they go want to go to the footy, they want to enjoy the footy, they want to cheer on their team. And that's it. And, and, and so everybody fans differently. So I, I yep. think that's kind of the fun part for me is, is that you hear different prospect um, perspectives on how people fan for their team. So again the Giants are a young team. Can you remember the first Giants game that you attended?
1: Yeah, I did and uh I it was the um it was at the uh, Olympic stadium it was their very first game um it was the Sydney Olympic stadium and it was um it was against the Swans it was the big um it was it was just it was a it was a big day because I remember I I remember sitting because we I I had two seats in the way I had I had the seat with the cheer squad weren't behind the goals for some weird reason. It was a weird setup. It was just that that first game was a weird setup. But I was with the, I was actually sitting, even though I wasn't a member of the cheer squad at that stage. But I was sitting with them. I think it was or near them. Can't remember. It's, it's, it's actually that long ago. But I remember my first seat though, because that's when my kids and my wife was second wife was sitting. I got a seat in a in next to the commentary position because I was. Um, somehow involved. How I got that, I don't know. But I remember seeing Brian Taylor. I had no idea who he was. Because um, we we're actually where we were, we we're kind of there. we were, I think, being filmed was kind of a yay. You know, these, these are giants of people, and so Brian. I've never seen Brian Taylor before, and I didn't know who he was, and like, but I remember seeing him going, "Who is that?" Uh, and pretty much, I've had the same view ever, ever since. But but I remember that the game because I, where I was so we saw the first banner. It was very exciting, and then and then for the second half, I went down and sat with um, my. Um, uh, actually, no. It was after the first quarter. We didn't want to sit with the fancy people anymore. I just want to go back down to where the fans were. But um, yeah, but it was it was uh, it was very very different. And because we were smashed that night, but um, uh, Stephen Cornelio really stood out that night. Um, but that very first game back in the day, and and it, it proved to everyone very quickly that the Olympic Stadium is a terrible ground for Australian Rules Football, and should never happen again. And, and I'm very pleased we don't play there anymore. But yeah that was, that was the first one,
0: the very first time. Awesome. That, that's great. And, and, and again, you have that different memory and that, that different thing compared to most fans, you got to see their first ever game. That, that's, that's fantastic. Now, unfortunately, because of the lack of history, I'm going to change this question just a little bit from what I've normally asked. Who's your favorite player that's ever donned the GWS jersey? Uh,
1: yeah. It's interesting. Why we haven't got players from 50 years ago. Um, Oh, that is that's that's always a very hard question because it's um you know it's a matter of who's your you know so you always ask who's your favourite sister or your child or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say to all, in all intents and purposes, I'd probably have to say Callum Wood. Um, I, I think he 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 represents the heart and soul of the club and has done so for a very long time, and um he's got and talk about auras. I, he's got an aura about him. Whenever you see him, you know, it, it, just when you because well, I go to, I've gone on various things over the years, and he's got this aura. He's just a, a great man, and I think he, he's been. Yeah, I think he's probably he, he's my favourite guy. I still like, I like Sam Taylor. He's really good as as, a, as one of the young blokes. Um, um, I so there's a number of players that I really really like their play over the years, but no, Callum to me is the number one
0: fantastic so um i i like finding this one out because again you, you've had some success with gws they've had several they've had a couple of finals bursts so can you tell me what's your most memorable moment as a gws supporter
1: uh there's a couple i have to say i think probably i mean it was probably the um moment i i was so i was actually um I had a massive issue with my back at one stage, and I couldn't walk very far. I could, I could, so I actually wasn't there for this one, which which really cut me up. But it was the uh, preliminary final in 2019 when we uh, held out Collingwood, and um, and Sam Taylor um, um, was he punched the ball away, and and um, and that meant that you know, we we we've gotten into the grand final. That was a memorable moment. Um, probably yeah probably probably that um, was, was was one of them but I also I've got I've got pictures so sure. uh, so there's this one now this one there so there's a story of this picture um, it's probably been fairly memorable in the sense that um, this was the 2017 prelim and um, I remember making the decision um, the night before, the the, the the spontaneous decision to fly down on the morning of the game, and um, and then suddenly there there I was carrying because I've been carrying the banner out for a while with the cheer squad, and uh, there I was at the front of this um, thing in the middle of the MCG with all those crazy Richmond supporters, and it was it, that was pretty memorable. That whole experience uh, carrying the banner out and then having the AFL photos guys take a photo, and I thought that was pretty that was a pretty special moment just a personal moment it's uh, i always I, I don't appear many times on photos and i'm very happy about that but this one was a good one i thought it was uh, and that's why i bought it and put it on the wall um but um that was probably as a fan that was memorable but yeah just as a as a, as a supporter of a club then yeah i'd say 2019 prelim was pretty big
0: yeah it's it's hard to argue getting your club being a young club and getting all the way to the grand final in nineteen was an accomplishment we, we won't go what happened the next game we, we won't go there oh, okay. <laughs> we won't go we won't go there i let's just safe to say i was highly disappointed i thought they i thought they were gonna give richmond a heck of a game and it just for some weird reason it just did not uh, it did oh, not oh. Uh, work our your way unfortunately
1: no I, I didn't actually i was the opposite i knew that we were cooked the week before in fact i was amazed we got through that one
0: yeah it'll, it'll be quite interesting so um so we'll kind of go to the to the present day nowadays um kind of what were your thoughts on gws's season this last year I mean, it was kind of filled with and ups, ups and downs but you have to say making the finals again was quite an accomplishment for a team that was riddled with injuries for many many parts of the season
1: it was bizarre it was a bizarre season and the other reason was was reason was bizarre it was because when I watched the free game the second week, uh, I thought, <laughs> "Is this twenty nine? This is twenty twenty again. This is this is going to be again. This is, it's garbage, I've That free game I haven't seen them play that bad for years, and I, I thought that's mm-hmm. and then um, and then it was just up and down all the whole season. It was very and then I, I was getting hopeful the Richmond game. The one where uh, Dusty Martin apparently scored a goal, which we, none of us thought he did, because he went it went over the line and then he kicked it. Yeah, that's what it looked like. But anyway, I don't I'm actually I'm joking about that. I don't, I don't just doesn't I am not still living with that one. I just all I remember though was we were with these really, really just dumb like there was some really, really abusive, dumb Richmond supporters sitting near us, the cheer squad and I, I don't mind banter. It's just this was just just nasty, it was a nasty evening. And 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 you know Richmond fans are they're not not our people. I know they're not your people, but that we still have to deal with them. Um, but um, that was that was um, uh, yeah, it was that. But then then I think there were certain games where we just showed this cohesion. But the thing was that because the problem is that we didn't have the forward line for many weeks, like a like a, for, like a really formed forward line that could be competitive and missing tools and that kind of thing. I mean, the Geelong game at the end was a write-off because we didn't have any tools. And Jesse Hogan getting written off us. It just, yeah. So I think we did, we actually punched above our weight, um, really, in the end. And we got through with some very fluky plays and freaky plays. And it was was a scrambling year and I think a good coaching year. I think it was actually Leon's, one of his best coaching years because he had to try to make do with what he had. I think that's actually, that was probably the biggest for me Honestly, I think it was that was it was, it was a character year for me, a character building year, where we we didn't have that massive talent that people always have and say, like, "Oh, you're all talented." But I think we actually had character through, and uh, people saw how good Sam Taylor is, um, and also just um, yeah, and it, it was it was good. I I, I really enjoyed it. Um, now I'm not sure if we, I'm going to talk about my second photo. Oh, I've got a second photo here. It was very strange situation. Because this is my second photo here. Now, there's a reason. Now, again, I'm on the corner of this one. There's a reason I've got this one though, because what happened about this season was that um, there was that moment when um, no one from Sydney could come down to Melbourne, except of course the team. And so uh, we had it. We didn't have. Well, we don't have many supporters in Victoria. There's a reason for that, <laughs> because uh, we don't have a, a, a Melbourne connection. So um, I reached out to the club, like they, they flew them out on a Wednesday, I think it was Tuesday. I reached out to the club and I said, I how can I help in trying to get a presence behind the goals? And so they they sent me some floggers, which do not anything in this photo. No, there's some floggers out the front, you know, so and also some flags. They sent they posted them down and they ensured that I got um, a car parking pass for the under the MCG and uh, so i could take the floggers there but also we had a bunch of people who lived in melbourne who made some more flags they got some people in to help out they just we, we actually and we got a presence and this is what it looked like now this is at the melbourne game melbourne where we played melbourne and beat them and um I, I thought it looked pretty good it was a bunch of us together so there was um so there was it was to me it was really good it was that was to me, that was probably the most memorable part of the season in some ways was the fact that we actually got a, a little Melbourne cheer squad together and we did things a bit different to the Sydney guys. And there's reasons. There's actually differences in cheer squads and the way they approach things in, two, in the two cities. But, um, yeah, so it was good to be a part of it. It was insane. We almost got a banner up. We, all, we were that organised. We almost got a banner going. Um, for for the for the Sydney versus Giants derby because I wanted one I wanted a, a banner, and we almost got one up and then they had to flow them off to uh, to Brisbane. But uh, and we had a banner organised and Sydney didn't, even though Sydney's got a bigger presence down here. Um, but we were going to uh, Collingwood were going to help us. It was crazy, right? Collingwood were going to Collingwood. You know, people say that stuff about Collingwood. They were going to help. Their cheer was going to help us make a banner. Um, because of the connections that have been built and um, over the years, so it was, but I was in the middle of that, and that was it. it was looking back, it was pretty crazy stuff, um, but it was fun. But so, but, but honestly, so when we went to the season, I, I know I'm going on off off, tra- off track here, but that's The whole the whole thing with the season was that see, so we'd have this thing where we beat Melbourne, right? We're all going yes, and then next week we're up in Ballarat, and we got blown away by the wind and by the suns. It's like it's okay, like that's what I mean. So those last few weeks, we were like ah, we are all surprised with just the this the um and and but pleasantly surprised, uh, and then beating the Swans um in that um final again. Um, it, you know, it's like well, I was shocked, um, because yeah, the Swans, I mean, the Swans would have won it probably. But um, yeah, it was um, it was a strange season. But yeah, but it was it was, was character filled. That's what I liked about it.
0: Yeah, I'm completely with you. I remember in my podcast, we we after week three, when you were one and three, I I had heard the rumblings of is is this Leon Cameron's last season? Is 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 there anything else that he can do? And then to yeah. see the complete and about face in in the in the because of the injuries that he had to go with more no-name players and some lower list players that I think I agree with you. It really showed how good a coach Leon Cameron is because he got a team that halfway through the season, most people had kind of written off GWS as they're not going to make the finals. They just, they're, they're inconsistent. They're they're injuries to their superstars. There was no way. So, so I will completely agree with you on that. Uh, If it weren't for Melbourne and Sydney being such surprises, I think GWS has a has a great argument that Leon Cameron could have been coach of the year this year. So I, I am completely with you on that. And when it, when it comes to that game in the finals, that was an incredible game. I think Sydney butchered butchered their kicking in front of goal in the fourth quarter. Yeah. That, that really is yeah. it. If if they kick straight, if one of those seven kicks straight, they win that game. Yeah. But it just it just shows you how physical finals footy is. And there was a lot yeah. of youth on Sydney's, on Sydney's side where I believe GWS had a little bit more hard edge to it. They had played finals more. So I think it really did give I them an so. advantage in that game I, down in Launceston.
1: I think Giants, well, yeah. And I think it, yeah, I think the Giants, that was what, yeah, it was experience and hard-headedness. And um, it was, yeah, I think that's probably what got them through. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, Launceston, yeah. So it was, it was interesting ground in itself. Um, but uh, the wind... Uh, is, is a big thing there too but yeah it was um, I, I mean I but then so a lot of us there are giant supporters who, who kind of absolutely enjoy beating the Swans um, and I, I, I'm not one of them to be honest I'm still not one I never will be but um, um, yeah but it's still it was that was a really solid game um, and yeah I think was, well, I, I thought I, I thought yeah I thought the Swans had all the game. All the I think it was halfway through I said ah you're going to win and uh, anyway
0: it was a slog. I'll tell you that, it, but it was a fun game of footy. Even, even when Sydney, even when Sydney lost, I was like, I was happy with the season and, and GWS played the better game in the first half. There, there's just, there's no doubt about it. So, yeah. so, so we've gotten to the off season. We've gone through the free agency period. We've gone through the trade period and, and GWS has made, has kind of stayed still. So have you been keeping an eye on the off season? Kind of what are your thoughts uh, going yeah. into the draft period?
1: Yeah, a little bit. Um, I used to pay a lot more attention when I was, Trying to learn the game, the depths of the game more, because I wasn't massive depth of the game trade period to sort of the person when I was a Swan supporter. I was just like watching it in television. But with the Giants, I've become more interested in that stuff and then um, fantasy footy too. But I've dropped off fantasy footy. I've gone right off that the big way. I just the, the the talk on it, the, the forums, and not just lost interest. But with trade, yeah, I, I mean, it was a consolidation. I mean, I, I think I think getting Jared Brand is a good thing. Um, I, I'm a massive fan of the Swans model of getting no names or getting sort of scraps from other clubs and just making them into something good, and 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 so you're not having to spend a lot of money on people. And I, I'm a big so Swans have been able to do that for a long time, and I've always been I always admire that. Oh, I've admired the way the Swans have gone about things for, for so long, and I mean that's and that's the thing I think we need to do more of it to join. So. But because we can't buy the, the big name players, don't want to come to us because it's you know moving from Melbourne. Oh no, um, how terrible! Um, having lived in Melbourne now, now I do actually sort of understand that. Uh, but um, but yeah, but it's Tara Brand is a good buy because I think we just need someone up on the forward line who can play a role, uh, can you know can half contest and lots of things. I mean, so um, and look, I'm pleased we we stared we we basically said Bobby, you can't go. I think that was useful. That was good. Um, and so, because we, we need him because Toby Green's stupid enough to to you know, do, do that thing to the umpire. Yeah. <laughs> people, always go, see, people always have a go at me about Toby Green. Oh, I said, yeah, I know he does stupid things. He shouldn't do stupid things. I wish he wouldn't. He's a good player and he should stop doing stupid things. Um, He's he just and it's just uh I, i'm i'm not i'm not going to be i don't justify toby greens um stupid actions because what's the point um it's it's um i am not i'm not one of these free toby people stop doing stupid things anyway
0: i but- I, I, hey, I i'm 100% with you i don't know do, do you keep track at all of any sports here in the states like the like um nba nhl any of that
1: not massively, no.
0: Okay. There, there's, a, there's a professional hockey player named Brad Marchand who plays for the Boston Bruins, who I, I, I've I said on many uh, many occasions, Toby Green does a lot of the same things. Super talented, wow. amazing player, but just does way too many things that you're just like, what are you doing? You're too good a player to do such – I mean, such – stupid things just play the game be the player that you are stop doing stuff you don't need to do so that's it's my favorite comparison because toby does the same thing super talented and amazing player if he just played the game if he'd stop being pardon me fans that are listening stop being a dickhead and just play I oh, think I he, he, he could be he could be one of the best players in the entire competition, absolutely. but he spends so much time trying, trying to be the, quote unquote, competitor, which I again, mm. I disagree. I don't think you need to be a competitor that way, personally. So he's, he's too good a player to be able to do some of the things that he does do. And that very that is very frustrating for somebody that thinks there's wasted talent sometimes because of that.
1: Yeah, well, the thing for me is that, so the other thing is that when, when he started playing for the side and when he was and before he started playing for the side, he had various issues off field as well. And there was that moment when the club gave him a, a suspension for what he was doing off field. And his clean off is from what I can see, he's cleaned up his life off field, on field, off field. Like he in Sydney's best thing for him because he moved he moved there, he's got good support, he's got all that that going. He's going to university with Phil Davis and all that sort of stuff. Off field, but on, that's what's so frustrating because you go, you've you, you really cleaned up your act, and then on field, you just do this. Yeah. So, but talking about, but anyway, not, that's five weeks out because it said, well, hopefully, <laughs> you know, learns from that. We always say that every year. But um, but as for the rest of them, I, I think that to say the brand of things is good. I think hanging on to Bobby, I, Jeremy Finlandson needs a different environment. That clearly, I mean, that's and that good luck to him. Uh, I didn't I worry about that. Um, and um, it was, it's, I think it, it's a matter of building on what we've had this year. So um, we'll have Cogs for uh, having, thinking through a preseason. season. I, I was, I mean, I remember all these people, these people again online going on, oh, Cornelio, does, you should go. No, Cornelio is a great player. He just had just a, a bad run of bouts, uh, bad run. He is a great player and he will he'll get back to being great again. So, you know, we'll have him there. Look, you know, and and even and even you can even have him in the Toby Green role in the forward line. It's not he's done it before; he can do it again. I just think you know you can. You, he is he is a great player and a great man. I big fan of Cornelio and a great. And I think, if, in as a captain, he probably does need to improve. Maybe I mean that stuff. I, I saw a bit of the Amazon Prime thing. Uh, wasn't wasn't uh, He was trying too hard to be something. Just, just be yourself, mate. You're a good leader. I think you've got the potential, but maybe' he's, you know we'll see what happens with that but I, I think um, yeah uh, yeah I think the trade season is good because we we I think sometimes clubs get too carried away with with win, winning the trade period and then, then they don't you know they, then what how they go during the season um so I, I'm quietly happy but again I like being under the radar um I always used to make this joke about the swans is that they're always playing under the radar because Victorian media, like look, AFL media is Victorian based. And they just sort of say, they'd say these things like, oh, if this player was playing for a Victorian club, he'd be better known. So like, well, what's the, and? What, what's the, yeah, well, he's a good player. You know, he's <laughs> flying under the radar. And that's the thing with Sydney. He's always flying under the radar. Well, I want the Giants to fly under the radar too.
0: It'll be interesting. And the other thing Tiga looked to is is that you made that trade with Collingwood. So you have the number two overall pick too. So you, you've got yes. a very, very high... T- caliber talent coming in as well yes. i agree with you i think canelio he either goes to the half back line or the half forward line i think mm-hmm. take him out of the midfield take a little bit of the pressure off him a little bit i think it, i think it'd be great so so, yeah. so we've, we've, we've kind of prefaced it a little bit and i'm one of those i hate seeing expectations for a season because i think it puts a little ad do in in adverse pressure i'm one of those i i i'm i'm hope. That something happens but i'm not going to sit here and say it's an expectation so are you one of those that has expectations of how the giants are going to do next season are you kind of we'll see how it goes there's a lot of things up in the air
1: see, we'll see we see how it goes is my is my take um i see that say that every year um i mean yeah i mean i think look if we base it on this year we should i should we, we should make finals It would be nice to be in the final, Um, maybe five to eight. I don't know about one to four. Um, But, yeah, I've been going to got to the stage where I I think I'm possibly because I don't live in Sydney and I'm slightly more removed from it all. I I just go, I I like sort of being involved in in, 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 in getting, you know, and seeing what happens. I'm not massively like, I'm not like, oh, we have to get the top four. Mm -hmm. I'm not really that like. You know, it's just we'll see what happens. I like going to games. I like enjoying them. It's it's you know, and helping out cheering. It's you know, it's a spot. yeah. That's pretty much my sum thumb, sums thumbs thumbs me up.
0: Not a problem. I'm I'm. It's going to be fascinating next year seeing because I I, I went through it a couple of days ago. I I could see between ten to twelve teams all fighting for the finals next year. That's how oh, many yeah. really good teams are going to be. Mm-hmm. You have got a couple that just missed. Frio just missed. Richmond just missed. I think both of those two keep an eye on them. Essendon could be just as yeah. good next season. I, 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 West Coast. How does West Coast bounce back next year? So I mean, I can think of like I said, eleven. Right, the eight. I think all eight teams that made the finals this year, I think, have a good shot of making finals next year. Yeah, and yeah. then you throw in Frio, West Coast, Richmond, uh, Carlton, even as well. There's twelve. There, it, it's insane. I think next year is going to be absolutely insane yeah. trying to make the finals. So, I, yeah, I, I, I like this. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, so I like free no, I like Frio I think Frio will will um, um, I, I think I think you are talking about pressure I think the swans will, should go better next year because of from, from the experience and and yeah I definitely think they'll be better I, I, I would be looking if I was a port supporter or a Brisbane supporter though no, Brisbane I feel very sorry for because their big people went earlier and I, I I knew that they wouldn't make it because of the thing but I think if you're a Geelong, a free uh, sort of Geelong, Brisbane, or Port supporter, they may have something to worry about. Maybe I mean, um, but um, so, but who knows? I mean, again, we, you never know. But but I think so. Um, because because the other thing is, especially I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of expectation around Port, especially. I went off. Sorry for Port. Like, you know, the obsession in football in Adelaide um but um yeah but I think you're right i think it's going to be a very, very interesting season and it's going to be very hard to predict um i think that it's hard to predict this year so I won my school, my, my work football dipping this year oh, ums that's gonna be yeah
0: it's gonna yeah. be fun so all right i, I got, we're gonna I like asking a lot of fun questions towards the end because I think they, they they kind of diversify and I kind of get into kind of hear how you kind of think. So I'm gonna have a little bit of fun over here in the States. A lot of people love being the general manager, as they say, they like to make the moves they want. They want to get the best team they possibly can. So I like having a little fun with this. So right now I'm going to install you as the list manager at GWS as we speak right now,
1: I'm going to,
0: I'm going to open up. The 17 other clubs are completely open. Every player is available to bring in. Who's the first person you bring in to the Giants and why?
1: Um, first person I bring in. Uh, look, the, 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 um, the, the stirrer in me says Buddy Franklin. Um, but... <laughs>
0: It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting him to see him on the Western yeah. side. It'd be interesting.
1: Yeah, no, no, I, I wouldn't do it to you because um, uh, Buddy and Sydney are such a good match. It's, it's, a, I was one of the. I was one of the few giant supporters when, when that happened. I was like, I'm actually happy he's going to Sydney. I think he would have been a bad mix, mix for Western Sydney. It would have been a bit like when when this is a cricket reference now. Of course, I'm sure I have you knowledge sure about cricket, but there was this player called Chris Gale who played the Sydney Thunder. It was Western mm-hmm. Sydney team. Chris Gale, when he played for them, he stayed in a hotel in the city, and didn't mix with them. He was because that's he didn't want to. You didn't want to live out and wear it. And so I I felt Buddy in the same way. This is not a criticism of Buddy. I just think he was better matched and fixed better match for the Sydney Swans and Sydney Swans culture and all the stuff that he needed to have. He needed some people around him to, you know, I, I think it's, and it's been a fantastic combination. So I, I'm i very much on board with my wife was, well, my wife didn't like the idea at all, but she's, she's on board now. she's a big buddy fan now, but uh, the time. So anyway, um, no. So which player would I take? Uh, I wouldn't take Dusty Martin because I can't stand him. Um, as a person or as a player. Um um in fact it will not take anyone from richmond at all um oh let's see tuke miller i loved that tuke miller on our side oh my goodness love Took miller um just that gutsy kind of just just never say die and i i, I, I like watching uh, him um he's you a heck know? of a player
0: i i, I will completely yeah. agree with you on that one i i I was, I know Gold Coast sometimes was fun to watch sometimes because he, he was, he's just an incredible player to see him stay there and to have the loyalty to the club. I, I, I thought that was fascinating, but he was, he was my favorite. He was the guy I wanted to watch when I watched the Gold Coast Suns.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's, He's he is um he's really good um but I don't need another midfielder though. that's the thing mm-hmm. um but so I probably oh this is actually you could get really a big tough.
0: you could get a big tall for your forward line bring in a hiking yeah that's in that's very
1: that's where I that's where I'd kind of would would have to go is is a tall for the forward line um so I mean look I'd love I would have loved Ben Brown to be frank um. I mean, when Ben Brown was leaving North, I thought I knew I knew he was a great fit for Melbourne and good luck, you know, culturally and all that. You know, he's a he's a beautiful fit for Melbourne and you know, good luck to him. So he's actually one of my favourite players as a person uh, and a player as well, Ben Brown. Um, but um, look, you know, I, it's it's any player. It's it's hard because some of the some of the tools, you say I think Charlie Dixon's overrated. So people say Charlie Dixon. No, I don't want Charlie Dixon. Um I'll probably look Aaron Norton. He he's he'd be good. Mm-hmm. I think and it would annoy Bulldog supporters, which is also which is a good thing. We <laughs> have this weird kind of if you talking about uh, um uh, rivalries, the, the, the Giants Bulldogs one is a much bigger one than the Giant Swan's one in many ways. It's surprising, yeah, no, heck, but it crazy. works. I hate hey. it.
0: What? But you get after each other, and I love that. I, every game yeah, that yeah. you guys play each other is always a, a fun oh, one. Yeah. I, I definitely uh, – Norton's a good one, too. Makai might even fit really well with your forward line just because of the size. The only thing is, is inconsistency in front of goal. So would be kind yeah. of a reason I would kind of say a little bit – uh, away from that so we'll, we'll move on to the next one and this will be fun this will be fun for you as a sydney birther but now living in melbourne the, the last two seasons the grand final has found itself outside of victoria outside of melbourne at the gaba in perth and, and being somebody that i don't live in australia i don't have that connect i don't have that connection to the history as much as some I actually thought it was fascinating to see the GABA and to see Perth it's the Optus stadium with the grand final. And it really made me think like, I'm, I'm used to the super bowl over here in the, in the States where the, where it travels, it's never in the same place two years in a row. So I, I ask you this, are, are you somebody that's kind of, you, you loved the tradition, the MCG 230, or did you, or would you mind the grand final eventually? Again, I know, it's the the 50-year the contract. Let, let's suspend reality for half a second. <laughs> Could the grand final be something that would be really good as a traveling grand final?
1: See, this is the thing. So I know I never because I'm not Victorian. So I mm-hmm. mean I being here, you learn a lot about the history and the culture and the and the ingrained nature of it and the the amount of, of anger and sort of sadness about not being at the MCG because it's theirs, you know, because a lot of people still still have that vfl point of view m- mindsets like we mm-hmm. it's the because i still think it's a vfl and so I'll, we just vfl with other states coming in and helping us make more money it's it, it's kind of that's hows the attitude the mindset and you'll find that from a lot of uh, victorian club people um and also i get that because you know it's it's the mcg is a great ground i know all that and it's you know it's, it's they've got all these traditions and the money comes in and all the corporate stuff. That's actually one of the reasons why I'm, I, I'm, I, I think it's not, I don't have a problem with it going the state because most people who go to the grand final are not hardened football people. They're corporate people. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't have an issue as such like um, with, with it going into state, obviously, because also I'm from Sydney. So um, uh, it's, it's, I think it's, it's fine. I haven't got a problem with it. But, um, um, whether it should be a travelling one, though, I think Adelaide should get it. Should it'll, it would have been nice if Adelaide got, would have got would get one some such, because um, it it's clearly would be a good ground. The SCG is possibly too small mm-hmm. for a grand final. Um, for, that, that's possibly one of the issues. Even it's got fairly good capacity these days, but um, I mean, it, it, I think it would be it would be good to have it in have it rotating like once a. Once maybe once a decade or once every five years or something would be nice. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I'm not, yeah, it was interesting though. As I said, Perth's a long way away. I'm not a big fan. Anyway, it's, it's, it's an interesting question, but I I mean, I'm not, I'm pretty agnostic. Whatever happens, happens. And I I would would probably not a bad idea for traveling, but it's a bit different from America because in America you have all these stadiums, these big stadiums around the country and, Kind of, but the but because of the na- different nature of the grounds here, it's kind of different feel, different reason, different things. So it's, a, it's also not as national a game as it is in America because, mm-hmm. you know, you've got most of your clubs in Victoria. So I think in that sense too, um, it's, it, it's possibly not as a big thing. Like even in Sydney, it's still not a big game uh, compared to, well, it's a fairly big game, I should say, but it's not as big as league. Um, I, I was a fan of see I think league should be Sydney, Brisbane, Sydney, Brisbane. I because I mean time, so I think it was good we had in Brisbane this year because I, I think that should happen um it should happen more often. But um, and maybe it will for them because I don't have that that the contract, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting
0: question. It, it, it's a fun thing to think about. And the fact that I was hearing Victorian media people talking about it, which I thought was fascinating because most of the time they, mm-hmm. they hold on to their tradition and they, they fight like a rabid dog over it. So it was fascinating to see even some Victorian media going, we wouldn't mind it traveling. So it was very fascinating to hear that kind of the the change a little bit. So um, as I've told a lot of people, I I am a massive AFLW supporter. I I think the game is it's getting better and better each season. I I did full reviews this year on this channel and I enjoyed it. I, I thought the games were fantastic. Um, and I'm super excited. The fact that the league will be fully all 18 clubs with my beloved Sydney Swans joining, not this year, but next season. So this year will be a little bittersweet, not having, not having that. But so, so I always ask my, my guests, are, are you an AFLW supporter? And if so, what were your thoughts on the giant season last year?
1: So I was a foundation. I, I, I actually think I think I in some ways enjoyed the AFLW more, I, maybe because the players are so nice people. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you go to events and they're the ones who are really, really upfront, chatty and talking, and because they're kind of maybe have jobs outside, they're, they're, they're less kind of standoffish. Some players can be a bit standoffish, I find. I mean, male players, I should say. Women, the women never, never as much. And, so, and also their best and fairest nights are the best ever um i've been to the men's ones and they're okay they're all but all stick to themselves but the women no, they're they're it's a very different feel very very friendly i think they're amazing people i i mean there's there's you know and i think uh, yeah that's the thing the other thing was that i mean anyone who ever met and i'll mention this here um um ever mentioned i forgot uh, cinder barclay Mm-hmm. um yeah, and it's actually been not it's been if you're talking about giant's culture and giant's fandom was was it wasn't long it was it wasn't long since the one-year anniversary of of cinder's passing now cinder uh, I, my memory of cinder is that she at the best and Ferris nights she, she remember um there was a, a couple of things happened because i've been to two two best and Ferris one of them was that somehow the the head of GG the mascot the old mascot, the first version of it, uh, appeared at the best and fairest night. And people were dancing around with this GG head. And Cinder actually, she, she's the one who filmed me dancing around with this GG and head. Then, and then after that, I, she, she, she grabbed me and she, we danced on the floor for three minutes. And I was absolutely exhausted because Cinder was a firecracker, like dancer. And then uh, one, of the, one of the employees said, uh, said oh, I'm exhausted. And then one of the employees said, now you know how Alan McConnell feels. Um, so, but, but Cinder was a beautiful soul and, 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 a, and, uh, clearly a troubled one. And, but when, when she passed away, um, all, all the Giants cheer squad people, all the, all the supporters that we'd kind of got on, that on Facebook, we we're all devastated. We we're all connecting with each other that night. I remember vividly and we still, it's still, she's still a big part of that, uh, whole, the whole Giants sort of crew. And I think, um, yeah, it's it was it was a, it was just a tragedy, and I think that was kind of the thing that most of us remember from the season, even because it was like her 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 spirit kind of was was a massive part of that season, and like I think we went okay. Um, I, I think it was a it was it was a, it was a season of transition in a sense because the the um, sort of the the older players like Jess Delpos and so forth. Who talking about the whole heart and soul of the club? Jess Dalpos is absolutely hot. and all all good luck to her. She wants to go and play, play in Victoria again because her family's here, and um, I, I met Jess's family actually at a, at a function, and um, you know it was clear that she just wanted to come back, which is fair. I, good, she she was she's she worked so hard with that for the club. I, I think the, the, the thing about the Giants is that women's. This is an issue that's going to continue. Is this whole thing about we got it? We've got to move on from having all these um, interstate people who are giving up so much um, to to live in Sydney for that time and then play for not a lot of money. I mean, Jess. Classic case is Jess Dalpos, who was doing other work and very. Oh, she's even a coach in a girls' football team. Like she was her opponent coach at one state, um, and so it was fun. Um, but she, um, yeah, but. That that's we need to have these have the Sydney players come through. Um, which I mean, that's why I am slightly concerned about the Swans. I mean, I think it's great we've got a Swans. I think we need a Swans team, but where's that the pool, the women's comp in Sydney is weaker than anywhere else in Australia. And Queensland's got a much stronger women's league, got a lot of women's comp. And there's there's various reasons for that. Um and I think but I think we need, and that's why I have concerns going on, but last season. I think we did okay. Um, we had some good shining lights. I think Beck Previtelli, who I love, bit, she's a great player, great person. She she had a pretty good season. Um, and we had um, and we had um, oh various players come through. Um, it, it was it was it was inconsistent, but uh, but it was a but it was a very very inconsistent build up to the season too because of the of the jumping around from place to place. Um, And um, it was just, yeah, so I think we did the best we could. Um, And, yeah, I think we did better than we thought we would. But, yeah, we'll see how it goes this season. I'm, I'm glad it's, yeah
0: it'll be fast. It'll be a fascinating season. Hopefully as long as we don't have any more COVID outbreaks and we keep kind of things kind of together, I think hopefully we'll be back to somewhat of a normal season yeah. this year. So, so the last, so towards the end, I like having a lot of fun with this one is, is that, uh being Americans, we, we love eating at, at our sporting events. So I, so I've always been fascinating, fascinated by what is your go-to food when you go to a footy
1: match? Ooh, that's an excellent question. Um, <laughs> well, that is an interesting question too, because it depends on where I am. Um, so, um, the go-to food at the at the Sydney at the Sydney Olympic Park, the Showground. People in Victoria call it Showgrounds. It's not the it's Showground. The Showground Stadium, or Giant Stadium, as it is these days. Um, the go-to food used to be the Camel Burger. It was famous. Um, but then they stopped serving them. But I think, the, 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 so the go-to food for me going there was probably the, um, the gourmet sausages, the, 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 the Kransky things they had. Um, um, that or the schnitzel burgers they used to sell. There was this, there was this, there's this um, food truck at Giant Stadium which sells um, uh, various schnitzel burgers and stuff, but all with movie themes. It's kind of got movie themes. Um, and all, all, the, all the meals have got movie themes, kind of movies as is their is their name. Oh, you know, I've forgotten them because it's, I haven't been there for a couple of years. But um, that was often so. Schnitzelberger or a gourmet sausage when I'm at, in, at Sydney. Because the Giant Stadium has the most interesting food because there's there's not many not as many franchises. It's not like the MCG or, or or other grounds where they've got these franchises or kind of anonymous things. And Sydney's all... Because it's, it's connected to the Royal Easter Show. Um, but um, Sydney, yeah, Royal Easter Show. Um, but in Melbourne, probably, oh, look, it's probably um, a pie. It is probably, oh, or, or a pasty. I went to South Australia, I'm in a pasty. Um, but um, yeah, that's probably, it's probably a pie um, or hot dog. They, I'm pretty much, it all depends on what, I, what I'm doing at the time, because hot dogs are easier to consume. Uh, when you've got, when you're also, when you kind of got flags, and other stuff to look after but So I, I, I do like a bit of variety, obviously. Um, but yeah. yeah, as,
0: as long as you, as long as you enjoy the game, you have, have what you want. So definitely for sure. Um, um, because I haven't had a chance to see a game live, like professional we do have a league over here and, and I, and I coach and I watch it. So, but I, I want to find out before I go kind of what is the most ideal for you? What is the ideal place for you to sit, to watch the footy? Ooh,
1: Ooh, that's an excellent question too. I sit behind the goals because I'm with the cheer spot, but it's not my ideal place. Um, Oh, I, I would say it's probably, um, Eddie had stadium. Now I know people already. Oh, and sorry, uh, Marvel. Sorry. Marvel. Uh, yep. Marvel stadium, yeah.
0: Marvel. Darklands. It's had so many names. Yeah. We can't remember yeah. it.
1: <laughs> people hate people hate a lot of people hate Marvel. Uh, I don't because I love level two 15. It's like near the halfway. So that's halfway up uh, near the, near the, near the center, near the, side of the near the, um, yeah, near the, near the, the, the middle. Oh, that's a really good that's a really good seat. Um that's a really good place to watch it from, especially if you're in one of those really comfortable padded chairs. But the thing is that at the SCG, so you're a Swans guy. So at the SCG, I have sat in the so the members of the SCG, sorry, the Swans members all sit behind the goals or a little bit around in the uh, um oh um I've got his name now the the cricketer, the stand name. Anyway, the, oh, it's got of out of my head. O'Reilly. That's it, O'Reilly. Tiger O'Reilly, the cricketer. Mm-hmm. O'Reilly stand. That's not a bad seat, but I still think the best seat in, in the SCG is actually in the old members' stand. So where are the, the old members are, the cricket members, that's their stand. Um, that is a superb place to watch footage in the top deck it's an old stadium like it's an old it's traditional obviously you no know, but that but to watch footy from there is amazing yeah, so
0: I've, I've seen the pictures it's a, it's a beautiful structure i'm hoping i'm hoping to get a tour before i get to go to a game because it just looks absolutely yeah fan-tastic. And, and try to get
1: a, a note yeah but try to get to know a member like a mem- a cricket member and and try to get a cricket you can get a pass and sit with them in that in that part you, you honestly you'll see it because you, you're jutting out a bit and you and it's and you see it's behind below you it's a sea of everything and it just looks amazing that's, that's seriously it's a great it's a great thing to do
0: I will have to see what I can do. So as, as I've said in a few episodes, this, the, the channel that, that I would do this out of is primarily American sports, NFL, NBA, and MLB, but I, I like it because occasionally we'll get American fans that'll click on our footy videos and keep an eye on it. So I thought for fun towards the end, I would go in case a, an American fan has clicked on this video and they've watched it and they got to this point, what would be your best pitch on why an American should support the GWS giants?
1: Um, because we're young and gutsy and we um we actually play hard um and and we kind of um uh, our, our supporter our supporters are really really friendly and and small and, and really just keen just like people to get on board um, we don't have internal fights that much we actually don't really fight with each other at all at all we don't we're not overly critical of things we don't get very snarly and snarky we're just really really just upbeat, happy, happy to have our own club. Um, we, we love our, we've got our own little boutique club. Think of it as a boutique club. You know, if you're, a, if you're an American sports fan, if you are a man who likes your boutique beer, like your Sierra uh, Nevada and that kind of gear, um, that kind of boutique beer, Well, think of the GWS Giants as a boutique footy club with our own little boutique stadium in, in, in Sydney with, with, I'll tell you what, they're talking about great places to see football, the, most of the giant stadiums are great places do football because it's not too far away and it's beautiful side oh, the side ones, they're, they're great too but um, but yeah, but we, that's what we are and we're, and we're, if you want to reach out to us and you want us to kind of and we can, we can give all sorts of we're very, very good at giving out information and connecting and, and making people feel friendly and wanted because we, you know, we are a small crew but we're a growing crew and that's probably our big pitch
0: Awesome. That is fantastic. And my last question that I ask all of these, and just because I have a ton of fun with this one, because I think it's an incredible one to hear. What is your favorite game of footy that you've ever seen? It doesn't have to be a Giants game. It doesn't have to be live, live or TV doesn't matter, but your favorite game of footy that you've ever seen.
1: Mm. That's wow. That's a, that's a question. Um, Favourite ever game of football I've ever seen is, oh. Um, in terms of quality, I, I, yeah, I know because I want know you asking ask me. That is that is a massively staggering question. Look, it to have to be the 2005 grand final um, with, uh, oh, no, 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 forget that, 2012. 2012, that was a great game because um, Hawthorne is the enemy. And um and everyone thought Hawthorne was going to win, but the swans came over. And now Malcheski's kick uh, at the end um was something spectacular. And I I um yeah, that was um I, I was in my year of transition then because I was a giants member, but I was all still still last features of being a Swans supporter. Yeah, that was a that was probably but I mean also look honestly the 2019 prelim, I, I you know that, that's also Uh, That was, in terms of emotional investment, that's, here we go. In terms of emotional investment, 2019 prelim. In terms of quality of game and the seesawing and the nature of different tactics, 2012 grand final. There's it, there's two.
0: There's nothing wrong with that. I've had a few people that have done multiple because sometimes it's not easy. And and I have to say 2012 grand final was one of the kind of the last straws that that, that tipped me over to be a swan supporter, not just because they won, but their style, their style of footy. So, and I know you you said before we got started, you had this cool picture for the swan supporters. So so I got to see this.
1: So this is, so when the 2012 came and done the, 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 the um, AFL, this is a special limited edition, they didn't make many, um, poster that they made because it was a famous It was a famous picture of someone had done, because there's this big tradition in Australia of ducks, of flying ducks on a wall. And so, but someone did this um, for the um, 20, 2005, because uh, uh, there's some, some story about it, but then they made one for 2012. So yeah, that's that hangs on our wall because I bought that as soon as the, the, the final siren went off. Um, because i thought well that's gonna you know we need to have that somewhere because it's over life and i'm still still like them. but yeah that's that was that was that was the um i've still got that
0: that is fantastic thank you for showing me that the pictures were awesome so mark this has been just an awesome conversation it's been great to, to find yeah. to, to hear your story the fact that you're a foundation member of the gws giants again a club that is rather young but is growing is becoming more popular i think i i can't wait to see how your club grows. This has been fantastic. Thank you for joining me today.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Great pleasure. Great pleasure to talk. Thanks very much.
0: No problem. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode in my Aussie supporter series. Keeping an eye on, we're getting closer and closer to the end. We still have a few more to do. Keep an eye on. They'll be coming out very soon.